0: Welcome to KPOV's Critical Conversations podcast, dedicated to featuring unique perspectives, challenging mundane thought, and questioning the norm. Listen at kpov.org on YouTube or on your favorite podcast
1: app. My interview today is with Diane Hodiak, the founder and executive director of 350 Deschutes, who will share about their work to continue to organize for clean air, clean water, and climate justice for all people. Diane is also going to share about the Go Clean Energy Conference coming up on October 4th. So let's listen in. Good morning, Diane. I'm so glad to be with you this morning.
0: Good morning, Carolyn. So great to be here.
1: Yes, it is. I'm I'm always excited when I get to talk to you at this time of year because you have, well, I'll just say this, 350 Deschutes has a conference every year at this time, and it's the Go Clean Energy Conference. And so you're gearing up and planning for one that's coming up on October 4th. And so we're going to be talking about that today. So I'm interested. Let's let people know a little bit about you and 350 to Shoots, and then we'll get to the conference.
0: Yes, well, 350 to Shoots is a nonprofit organization, and we work on climate policy actions and education. And so, the conference coming up, uh, the Go Clean Energy Conference, is something that we do every year, and it really has something for everyone. We one of our goals is to really advance. The deployment of clean energy in our community and whether that's solar, wind, or electric vehicles, electrification in our homes and businesses and industries. (laughs) Really, it's a it's a huge project. Very
1: comprehensive, yes.
0: Yes. So the conference every year helps us bring the community members together. So it's just a great networking opportunity and we talk about what's going on and and how people can get involved.
1: Right. And so the the people who are he- here that day to present or your featured speakers, your keynote speakers all are going to be giving information about energy and particularly clean energy and how people around here can find more about it, correct?
0: Absolutely, yes. And we are so lucky that, you know, the city of Bend is one of our top tier sponsors this year. And we've got, oh, about 20 sponsors that really do believe in this. They believe it's important that we electrify. And so they're helping us put this conference forward, as is KPOV, who is our media sponsor. KPOV is playing a big role in helping us to get the word out.
1: Well and and I'm glad that KPOV is doing that because another hat that you wear is you have a program that about energy and being clean energy you know that sort of thing on a on KPOV radio station so give yourself a plug for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, well I'm Carbon Frida. My yes. my show about climate change and energy is called Carbon Frida's Power Up. It's on first and third Fridays at 9.30 in the morning from 9.30 until 10. And then if you miss the show, there's a little blip at the bottom that allows you to listen. I guess it's not called a podcast, but you can listen to the repeat performance of whatever the show was the prior week. But yeah, we get into all sorts of topics on that show and I try to make it as local as I can so people can learn what we're doing here locally. But Yeah. yeah sure.
1: Well, and how long has 350 Deschutes been around? I know you are the founder of that.
0: Yes. Well, we've been around now. I believe we're going into our eighth or ninth year. No, eighth. Eighth year.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It catches Uh up on me. (laughs) Yes. When did you start doing the Go Clean Energy Conferences? Well, we started that, you know,
0: probably in the first year or so, uh, just because... You know, we're very much, we're an organizing organization, a nonprofit that works with government individuals and businesses. That's kind of what we do in the community is we bring people together to understand policy and to build policy that's important in addressing climate change. And so we started the conference right away. And I think our first year we had 125 people. So we've certainly got a community that's interested in this kind of thing.
1: Right. Yes. And on one of the pages of your your Go Clean Energy information is a great one. Why should you attend this game changing conference? And there are four bullets there of really, really great ideas about why people will find this to be such an important thing to attend.
0: Well you're right especially this year and probably for the next 3 years beginning in 2022 when the Inflation Reduction Act was passed by the federal government and the Biden administration a lot of people don't realize what is in that it's just it's the an unprecedented undertaking to create clean energy jobs and bring clean energy to communities and so there's really I would have a hard time locating an organization or an entity that does not get some type of incentive from this Inflation Reduction Act. And so that's why at our conference, we are addressing that, whether you are a member of government, and that means a housing agency, or a nonprofit organization, or just, just a local government, a county, a city, you will have incentives. If you are a commercial building owner, a building owner of any type, really, but commercial building owners, of course, have things there that are beneficial to you. And businesses can, for example, be a host site for a electric vehicle charging center. And individuals, of course, you know, in our homes, we can electrify our homes. There's just really a lot there for everyone and so we hope this conference will talk about that and identify those incentives and and get people engaged so they kind of know where to go because quite frankly carolyn there's so much it's just really easy to get lost and we don't want people to miss out
1: right yes and so you have some keynote speakers who will be giving speeches where the whole group can be attending at the same time but there are also a couple of different tracks for people to be able to attend meetings and and get information from a lot of these groups that are there to share in maybe one or two hour segments during the day
0: yes that's right and you know this year it's kind of going to be Not so much confined to tracks. People will probably want to move from track to track, whether you're government, a school district, a school. You'll probably want to move around because a lot of these grants that are available, they're looking for people to partner. For example, if you want to put solar on, which, of course, there's a grant out now called Community Renewable Energy, I believe it's called, CREP. I forget the acronym, but that program, for example, if you were a school, you could partner with a solar installer, you could partner with a business who might be an investor in your solar program. So Mm -hmm. we're encouraging people to kind of attend different sessions, even though it may not be appropriate for them, because they could find a partner in one of those sessions, and then all of a sudden, they're eligible. Some of this stuff you can apply for on your own. But some of it, you know, might require a partner.
1: Yes. Well, you answered my question before I even asked it, because I wondered if it was possible to switch tracks during the day as they are attending these different sessions. And of course, your webpage gives all this information very clearly for people to map out the day once they decide that they're going to come to it and be able to find out th- those things that are the most important to them.
0: Yes, yes. Well, and we, we hope that, you know, you don't have to come for the whole day. But but once again, we are going to have over 25 speakers. So we are really having a value added event here on so many fronts on so many topics. So we hope you do stay the whole day. And then we will have a social hour at the end too. So just more opportunities to meet people and network and, you know, figure out ways that, you know, to build your project. Sometimes just talking to other people kind of helps you crystallize your ideas on what you want to do.
1: Absolutely. Yes, I, I find that myself. I don't know exactly what I'm thinking until somebody starts talking, and that does help solidify some of my ideas, too. So, And, and it's great, too, because your, your keynote speakers are from practically every walk of life. You've got an Oregon House representative here to to do this on that day, Oregon Citizens Utility Board, and a professor from Oregon State University, the Director of Climate Change Research Institute. And wow, this is fun. It's PACE Loan Group. It has somebody who's going to be there to speak, and Business Development Canopy. I'm just amazed that it, so many different facets of our economy and our just of what we need in an area to have a, a good grasp of how to go through with this clean energy stuff. Are going to be there and they're going to be talking.
0: Well, yes, thank you, Carolyn. And we we start the day out with Erica Fleischman from Acri, Oregon Climate Change Research Institute. And we felt it was important that people know the status of the climate now. You know, not everybody gets clean energy because they're concerned about climate change. There's certainly many benefits there, cost savings and health, uh, that people get clean energy. It's not, not always because of the environment, but for some people it is. And Erica will discuss where we're headed now because it is pretty serious. We like to keep it upbeat. We like to keep it positive. But quite frankly, if we don't do something soon, you know, even our own lives as humans are at risk. And that's kind of the state we're in right now. And so Erica will touch on a little bit what we're looking at to adapt to climate change. Mm -hmm. And so we felt that it was important that people at least have a grounding as to where we're headed, because we all get so busy a lot of times, I don't think we really think about What's going on with climate change?
1: Just kind of on a light note, too, I think it's great because for the lunch keynote, you've got an induction cooking demo. So what a great place to put that just at the lunch hour when people are going to be thinking about, "Mm, how can I cook something good when I get home? That'll be a fun demo for them to see. Yeah. And also what you've got your equitable EV planning. Which is important because you've got to have a way to get those electric vehicles charged up, don't you?
0: Well, yes. And, and that's a project that 350 Deschutes became involved in. We are very much into equity and ensuring that that vulnerable communities are integrated into this transition into the low carbon economy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so Pacific Power was very generous with us and gave us a grant to actually Begin to do some equitable EV planning in central Oregon. And so we've been holding webinars and we've actually done some focus groups and we have a survey out there too now Ah. for everyone, including everyone, even underserved communities, on how they feel about electric vehicles and electric vehicle charging. And so we're going to have just a, a brief look at where that study. And that planning is going so that people can participate if they'd like to. Sure.
1: And I see to finish out the day, you have a presentation on net zero. And can Oregon get there by this Oregon Citizens Utility Bureau person? So always looking forward, huh?
0: Well, yes, and I'm so glad you brought up the net zero because a lot of people say net zero? What? Is that an ice cream bar? (laughs) Uh, But yes, net zero is one of the goals that the climate scientists from the International Panel on Climate Change from the United Nations, they say we need to be net zero by 2050. So if we need to get there, we need to sort of figure out, well, what is it? And Jennifer Hillhart from Citizens Utility Bureau will discuss, can we really make it? Is this possible for Oregon?
1: 2050 sounds like a long ways away, but boy, when you've got to do long range planning and a lot of heavy lifting to get there, it it is going to be definitely a work in progress that has to keep moving forward, isn't it?
0: Yes, and we're talking about changing a lot of the things that we do. We're talking about behavior change, and that's something that not everybody's really into.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, one last thing that I'd like to be sure to bring up and ask about is your expo, which is, if as far as I've guessed, must be a place where the sponsors may have tables set up and that people can come and visit tables during the day and find out about all of these different groups that are there. Am I guessing that correctly?
0: Well, yes. The Expo, actually, we have a page on the the gocleanenergy.org website where people can go to the Expo and see who are our sponsors, who are the vendors that are doing this kind of work, And at the conference, Mm -hmm. the sponsor tables, yes, they will be there. And so that's another good reason to come to the conference, because I don't know if you've tried to get a hold of a contractor lately, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I hear that all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are so busy. And they will be right there at the conference. Solar, HVAC, heating, venting, air conditioning, efficiency, they will be at the conference. And so you'll be able to question them
1: and and see see how your project fits. Diane, it has been so great to get to talk with you and to get this information out. I hope there are a lot of people that come and that you can just get get all this information to the people who need to have it.
0: Well, thank you, Carolyn. It's been great to talk with you again this year. And our organizational website is 350deschutes.org. Thank you for listening to KPOV's Critical Conversations podcast. To hear weekly interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical conversations and follow KPOV High Desert Community Radio on Facebook, YouTube, and your favorite podcast app.